I've been looking forward to doing this with Ozzy Jurek. I want to call it Let's Talk Real Estate because there's so much happening, whether I look at the states and what's going on there, I look at Canada, but I could look globally at what's happening real estate. Ozzy, let me just start by asking you this. Is it usual or is this a very uncommon thing when you watch virtually all real estate markets move in the same direction, whether I'm talking Hong Kong, I'm talking Great Britain, talking Canada, U.S.? Well, it's actually highly unusual because, you know, you have usually have local influences. We always said that real estate is local in nature, you know, and, and because it's, it's and, and, and to a certain extent it still is. But right now, go to Hong Kong, Michael, and 79,000 new homes are available. And at that rate of sales that they have now in Hong Kong, it takes five years, 5.4 years for developers to sell at this, uh, this kind of a rate. That's very unusual. But then you go across the ocean, you go to the United States, sales are down 23 to 45%. In Europe, it's no different. And then in Canada, of course, our sales are down between 36 and 50%, depending which market you go to. So it's very unusual that we sort of go in tandem around the world. And obviously, it has something to do with what you talk about, which is the continuous increase in interest rates and actions that governments take. Yeah, I mean the the concerted or the you know effort when we had all central banks responding to the pandemic basically the same way, uh, you know, and since you know they ran up huge huge deficits. Obviously, I mean you look in Europe with the energy crisis now, they're still pumping tons of money in there, and that brings to another question. We you know we can talk short term and we can talk long term. One of the things that you featured you know on Ozbuzz.ca and and previously for years is that. Overall, the dominant trend is the reduced buying power of money. That's why, you know, just wait a few years, no matter what's been happening on the shorter term. In the end, those prices have to go up because the money buys so much less. And I still think that's the dynamic, uh, maybe even more so, that we're witnessing today. No question. And then, of course, you have the psychological impact for the individual that has to make a decision. You know, in my Ozbuzz newsletter, I have a question and answer thing. And the questions I get in the past have been somewhat maybe not very well informed. Well, today, they are very informed. They are over-informed. People go to YouTube and there are six guys saying this. Things are going down. Six guys say it's going up. We have a recession coming, but we have full employment at the same time. We have all-time low uh, uh, unemployment rates. And then you look at um, my neighbor, you know, he paid uh, 500000 too much. And, and it, the confusion that is out there. And so what I do, Mike, is, you know, I, I'm a numbers guy. I find solace in numbers. And I look at the numbers on a, on a monthly basis, like today's fresh numbers. I mean, I always laugh at the Schiller Report, who take the last six months of statistics, average them, and then base their future forecast on that, which, which we don't do. So when I look at the numbers in Canada uh, and, uh, and, and understand that if you look at the national numbers and compare them to maybe one local market, there's a world of difference. And, and let's talk on that shorter term basis just for a sec, because I'm going back several weeks and you said, uh, you know, what you feel is that we're, we're kind of looking at it, sniffing out a bottom uh, when we come to the real estate market. And you linked it to a sort of re recessionary anticipation, too, and recessionary fears that usually, you know, we're talking about recession. But once it hits, well, the market's already reacted to that. You know, it's already bottomed. 
Yeah, and that, that's that's very interesting, Mike, uh, that you note that because home sales tend to lead the business cycle. That starts to decline many months before the start of a recession, and sometimes by the time the recession begins, the sales are typically at at their low, and we may very well be close to that. And depending on what interest rates are going to do, prices then usually in the past have followed a um, uh, sort of an, the pattern of. Uh, a modest softening or plateauing of prices before we go back up again. There's only one time in our history where we had a real crash, I mean, a massive crash, uh, and that was in 1980, and when we had this, uh, this massive 20% interest, interest rates. Uh, and the other factors, then we start getting into more local, and I'm just thinking about when the other thing is to look at cer- certain areas that are in migration. When I get asked about real estate, you know, in this kind of environment, I want to know, are there in migration? So I look at that being validated by watching what's going on in Alberta, when they've had, you know, great numbers coming in net in migration. But I also look at centers like Victoria, where the population is also growing, get shielded by that. And then the thing you and I talk about, uh, because at least I, I, I love to ask you about is because our immigration policy is for significant jumps in the size of the immigration. And my simple question is, okay, they got to live somewhere. So you better look at rents and you better look at, uh, you know, purchases. So all of those factors also start coming in now that we're at that stage where maybe we're sniffing out uh, the lows. Maybe. Well, that, that's it. You know, generally speaking, we think we might go another quarter percent in, in Canada next week. We might go another half a percent in the United States. But wherever we are, people have an expectation that the moment we hit the high, we then go the other way. No, I think we're going to stay at the new high interest rates, whatever they may be, maybe 6% on mortgages for a while. And that will also put a lid on prices. But we have already come down substantially in values. Look in Toronto, the average house is down a half a million dollars in seven months. It's also half a million down in Surrey. And so clearly, we as buyers and and people that are interested in real estate have to go and drill down the specific local areas. Look, nationally, sales are down 36%, but in Toronto, they're down 49%, and in Surrey, they're down 63%. So clearly, where I want to buy, in terms of Calgary, you mentioned earlier, Alberta has 58,000 new immigrants in the last quarter. Now, they're not immigrants from overseas. They come from Ontario and they come from... So the key is wherever you want to go, take a good hard look. Victoria has a sales decline of just under 26%. Well, that's half what the decline is in Vancouver. And also when you look at the average price in Victoria, it's just below 8% increase. Now, depending on when they compare it, but it's certainly a lot less than in Chilliwack, which is down 22%. So clearly as a buyer or as a seller, uh, get a good local realtor, get the numbers, keep looking and don't be too scared because eventually inflation will settle back in. It's the only way, as you point out always, it's the only way we're ever going to pay back our debts. Uh, let me just change gears just for a second. I'm thinking about, and this is just looking for anecdotal evidence. I've not seen a survey on this, but I can sure see, we know that the listings are down uh, in some areas, but they're up in others. But I can see someone being hesitant to sell because they'd have to, you know, if the, or, you know, or to change mortgage issuers or whatever, because, uh, you know, it's just become so onerous for many people to qualify for a mortgage. I mean, that stress test is up and and again, that, that sort of pushes a pallor over the overall market. I think you put your finger on the, on the secret of the market when you say, how come 
when sales are down so massively, why aren't there more listings? And in fact, new listings are down when active listings are rising somewhat. When in Ontario, they're rising a lot. But the point is that, that the individual says, you know, Martha, if we move, we're going to have now a nice 2% mortgage. We've got three years to go on it. If we move just now, we have to pay 6%. That might make a huge difference, particularly if you have a, a large mortgage. But even even just the question of will I be able to qualify on the new mortgage is a huge uh, point. And so that's why you don't see the listings out there just yet. Well, it's in a fascinating environment. We always say, you know, maybe we live in interesting times. I would say it's an interesting time. But becoming even more interesting, I mean, the timing of the World Outlook Conference being February 3rd and 4th, I think is excellent. Uh, you'll have even more data by then. I know it will be preliminary, but I know you yourself will be looking very carefully to see where we think we're at in that market. And as usual, you'll be put under pressure to give some examples of things that you find are very interesting at this point. And we have, I think we have four small towns in BC. I would go and buy everything for sale there today. And I would be some small towns, I wouldn't go near it. You know, so mm -hmm. the thing is, you have to look for it. And, and when I'm uh, really fortunate to be able to present uh, in a couple of weeks, I will make make sure that everyone understands the risk you take, where you buy and what you buy, but also don't be scared um, because this may very well be the time of your life to buy, the all-time uh, the all time best time to buy. Well, I'm looking forward to it, Ozzy. As I say, people can go to mikesmoneytalks.ca. They can just grab, grab a ticket there. They can also go to ozbuzz.ca, uh, you know, of course, with your weekly updates there and other information beyond what your weekly updates are that something that jumps out and you, you make a comment on it. I find that very instructive, uh, you know, to get that perspective. So I'm looking forward to it, Ozzy. Pressure's on you, baby. Thank you very much. And uh, by the way, I learned something this week that uh, my bed is a magical place because uh, where I suddenly remember everything that I forgot to do. <laughs> and, and as I say, uh, I heard the first part of that and my mind went numb. My bed is a magical place. And I was just impressed with that, Ozzy. Ozbuzz.ca.